Hey y'all, it's Queen Jay. We're back with another episode of Let's Get Uncomfortable. But this one is a really special episode. I feel like all of them are special, but you know. Um, as y'all know, before we get into today's topic, we are going to do a little bit of mindfulness to start off with <sighs> a little woosah moment, if you will. Um, okay, so without further ado, it is now time for us to pause, breathe, and relax. It is now time for us to open our mind to learning new things about healing within this lifetime. It is now time for us to be receptive to learning new ways around navigating healing and the obstacles that come with healing. It is now time for us to be reflective on ourselves and how we can grow within this crazy world that we live in, y'all. It is now time for us to take stock of our thoughts without judgment, no judgment, only awareness. All right, y'all. I hope that brought you guys some peace. I hope that gave you guys some some center, some clarity, some woosah moment, just so that you're able to be in this non-judgmental safe space with me. And my lovely guest, do you want to introduce yourself, Miss Ma'am? Yes. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm Safari. You can find me on all platforms as Safari Rory. Uh, Safari is Safari with two eyes. <laughs> All right, Safari, I'm so happy that you have decided to join and be on the podcast. I know when we met, we hit it off with some similar topics and talking about the power of self-love and just the music that you wrote was so beautiful. I was like, this this is like my Black girl anthem now, like, (laughs) truly. So, yeah, of course, like, um... When we just for a little bit of backstory about how we met, we did meet at what was a Juneteenth celebration? Yep, the, uh, yeah. Juneteenth event at the Freedom Center. Yes, Juneteenth event at the Freedom Center. And um you were a performer there. And what was the, the first song that you performed? It was my song was called Nubian Goddess that I performed. Yes, Nubian goddess. Y'all, it got me right in the feels. I was over here singing, but I was like, I feel these words. Like, I was trying to dance, but I was like, no, 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 hold on. Let me listen to these lyrics. Let me let them resonate with me. (laughs) And resonate, they definitely did. So if you want to touch on Nubian, um, Nubian, I I didn't want want to butcher it. What did you say again? Nubian goddess. Nubian Nubian goddess. If you want to touch on Nubian goddess and what inspires you to do that, feel right ahead, sis. Yes. So Nubian goddess. Well, actually, um, I got a, I got a, I got a baby. So I was kind of in a dark place. Oh. Song. And you know, well, I don't know if you have any kids, but I was going through postpartum. So mm-hmm. that song to like give myself an uplifting because I was all funky and depicting everything about you know my new mom body. And then it's like, yeah. girl, ain't nothing wrong with you. You're beautiful. So. Yeah. Um, I had started to write the song. When I started to write it, I just wrote all the highlights of being a black woman. So I put in there, you know, of course, the different tones of our skin. I put in, you know, how our hair is textured, how it's curly. It's not. Mm-hmm. I um 
talked about how gracefully we age. I kind of I tried to hit everything when I written the song out. And also mm-hmm. I have four little sisters. And I was yeah. like, and then so another thing was I was like, I don't want them looking at me being down on myself because I want them to know that everything about them is perfect. Yes. Exactly. So, That's beautiful. That's I don't have kids of my own yet, but it's crazy that we're talking about this because all day today I've been talking about the image of the black woman or the self image or the the ideal image of a black woman and what we feel that we're supposed to be and what we feel that we're supposed to have and like just not feeling comfortable in our bodies, you know? And nothing's wrong with us. We're all beautiful in our own. Exactly. Like, literally, I put that in the song. I was like, we change colors every shade. I mean, we change shades every season because, you know, we might be lighter in the winter. And then we might be darker in the summer. I put that in there, too, because all that stuff matters. You know, some girls be like, well, you know, I'm trying to stay out of the sun. No, get in the sun. You're fine. (laughs) Yes. No, I. that's so crazy that we're talking about this. But that's all I've been talking about with my other sister today. We just been like. I don't know what is it with it, you know, with everybody wanting to get BBLs and all this other stuff and things like that. And I'm like, no, you're right, because it's definitely a a big thing that's happening right now. People aren't. Go ahead. Oh, I was listening to you. What were you going to say? I was just saying that it don't seem like we're comfortable in our skin right now. It don't seem like a lot of it don't seem like majority of the black women that I'm around or that I see or you know that post or whatever they want that ideal BBL right. and they'll do anything to get it even without thinking the cause yeah without thinking about the consequences of like how does that affect your child going forward if you have children like are they going to look they're going to now look at themselves and think that they're not beautiful because you went and got work done exactly. or are they going to be like, well, I'm going to just get work done since mommy did it. You know what I mean? Like that's the, you know, there's so many different ways that it could be taken as, as a a cause and effect almost, you know, like I, I know that we all have our insecurities. That's why your song was like, like I was dancing, but I was like, Oh, wait a minute. Speaking to me a little bit, (laughs) but I think that's something that we should talk about, especially become uncomfortable with talking about because because it's coming, it's becoming the norm. The norm yeah. is to correct something that's not broken. Like <laughs> yes, going to fix stuff and nothing's wrong with how you are. Somebody is probably praying to be where they have the aesthetic that you have right now. Exactly. You exactly. Don't make no mistakes. The way that you are, and then you. I would rather rely on God. And what he mm-hmm. did to me compared to a doctor. Yes. Because <laughs> you don't know what these doctors be doing nowadays. I ain't I ain't I ain't speaking on nobody in particular. I'm just saying you don't know. You don't know the you complications don't. that's been happening with women getting these BBLs and and things like that. Like yeah, there's so hard. much risk involved too. The I'm not gonna lie. Hard. I was watching a girl. Um I don't know if mm-hmm. you're familiar with um love and hip hop at all. I did watch a little bit of it. Who are you talking about? Um, one of the one of the um stars on there. Her name is Spice. She had got a disease. I believe it's called sepsis, and it was eating yeah. You can get sepsis, and it, it can kill you. And it was eating her skin. And they were doing a couple episodes talking about that and her recovery and all that. And I was just looking like, girl, I ain't see nothing wrong with you. This is a lot. Oh, <sighs> see, 
And that's the that's the sad truth. That's the sad reality of some of these procedures that women have been getting, especially yeah. black women. I I I it's 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 crazy the numbers that I've seen and the amount of times I've seen it in the news where this this black woman in particular, I don't know her name. I'm not even gonna try to get her name right because I don't know all that. All I know is that they went down to Mexico to get that surgery and it just did not, it went all the way left. People, you know, the family did not come back in one, in one unit, the way that they were, they ended up getting kidnapped instead. Like it, it was I a little, I remember this. I don't, I, don't mm -hmm. I remember this story. I don't remember their names, but I'm just saying like, there are certain risks involved that people are seeming to be like, well, I'm just going to pay for it cheaper and fly. And I'm gonna come back changed. I'm gonna come back renewed, and I'm gonna still love myself. But the thing is, you gotta already love yourself. Thank you, or, Safari. Speak right, on or, it, <laughs> or else you go find a new imperfection. You go, yes, get all this stuff done. You go. I don't know. I'm gonna say I, I don't know how long recovery is. I'm gonna say you gotta recover for a whole year. Then it's like, well, now mm -hmm. I don't like my nose. Like what? That's what I'm saying. I think, and that's why I said in healing especially when we take it back to, okay, we want to heal, right? You have to do that inner work for yourself or you got to do the inner work on yourself. A part of a huge part of healing is having to learn to love all of you, all of you, insecurities, flaws, imperfections, the mistakes you've made, just embrace all of that because that's how you truly heal. But if there's parts of you that's fragmented, right? Right. You see where I'm going? Yeah. If there's parts of you that's fragmented, you're going to try to find other things to patch yourself together, but you're going to keep cracking. You're not, there's not a, the foundation isn't whole. It's not sturdy. It's still fragmented, but that's why I said, here comes songs like, like yours or empowerment songs that really just uplift us as black women and say, look, we are fine the way that we are. Yeah. Especially those of the black women that have, have become mothers. Cause I'm not a mother myself yet, but I know like, that struggle is probably a million times, you know, harder. Yeah, I have friends who are mothers and they're always like, I want to go do these things and I want to look this way again. And I'm like, you still look fine to me, but I get it. It's an internal battle of self. I totally get that. Yeah. And it's kind of tough because the, the things that are in the line, like right now it is, you put you mm -hmm. a certain way to look right now. The, the guys talk about it in the songs that's promoted the most. It's so so that's kind of hard as well. So like if you already having these thoughts and then you yeah. know, the radio, like, yeah, my girl got a BBL. Like, and it's like, oh, well, <laughs> now I got to run to the doctor near me and get one. Cause that's right. what I can feel like you talking about me. And exactly, exactly. But I think that's where we as women have to be like, no, we have to have some type of community or a sense of community where we can be like, look, this is how I feel today. Cause personally, I struggle with body dysmorphia. A lot so, of women do. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing is, a lot of women struggle with it. But I was talking to, like again, I was talking about this with my sister. I said, I struggle with it. And nobody like knew because I'm what they think that they want to ideally be like they're I'm the size that my family was like oh I want to be your size like I always got that feedback I always got told that but right. I was always like I want to be your size like I want to be 
thicker. I want to be bigger. You know what I mean? I want some more meat on my bones, you know, stuff like that. And they were like, you do? I'm like, yeah. Like y'all, y'all putting me on this, in the spotlight on me. And I don't even like the spotlight. I'm I'm over here trying to be like, let me put on baggy clothes. Let me, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, so I always want what you have. So just, yes, that's what I'm learning. I'm learning that it doesn't matter what size you are. We always have, not always, but we tend to have some type of envious of us where it's like, oh, I want that in some way, shape, or form. But we don't really realize what we're wanting. You know, we don't realize what we're asking for. Right. Because if I want to be like that girl, then she probably got her own insecurities and I'm asking for that too. Exactly. She's The things that you want about her is something that she probably don't want about herself. Exactly. Exactly. And it's crazy because especially with the rise in these BBLs, it's, it has been harder to kind of look at myself on some days and be like, well, dang, I've worked this hard in the gym or I've done X, Y, and Z. Maybe it is a lot easier for me to just go get a little Tony Tunes and stuff like that. (laughs) But when I was younger, I kid you not, I told my sister straight up, I said, I'm going to take the fat from my butt and put it in my titties because I want bigger titties. (laughs) And she was like, no, I'm going to take the titties. I'm going to take the fat from my titties and put it somewhere and just get rid of it because she got bigger boobs than me. Okay. we would go back and forth and I would be like, yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. And I got older and I was like, actually, I'm fine with everything with where it is. Right. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? Everything is where it's supposed to be. Everything is where it's supposed to be. We don't need to do no extra. But here's the thing. We were watching. I don't know if you've ever seen this on Netflix. Uh, it's called She's Gotta Have It. Um, I have not like watched the whole season, but I've seen like episode i bitch watched it basically okay so there is a episode where this woman is like she wants a big old booty she wants a brazilian butt lift right okay she gets the butt injections like in the back of an alley uh-oh and it's really it's really that bad like they they kind of put it in realistic view for real but she gets these injections and she, you know, you have to keep up with the injections, which I did not know. I thought you just, you know, kind of just did it once and you was done, but no, you got to kind of keep up with that. Otherwise things start to go back to original. So yeah. they said, well, I was, I was watching some girl. She said, it felt uh-huh. like they like just putting things of fire into her, but that's what they were saying. That's what they were saying. They were like, it burns. Yeah. And you don't really know what they put in there. It's silicone. Hopefully if it, it hopefully, cause yeah. Sometimes it's laced with other stuff, but basically she didn't go to a licensed person. She just got tired of her butt being not the way that she wanted it. She wanted to be a dancer, all that stuff. She wanted all the, all that attention. Long story short, she was on like her second or third injection and she ended up being in like a hotel room and they were not careful with her. They weren't gentle. They like pushed her on the bed and just shot her up with the, with the needle. Well, she got what she wanted. She got the ideal look that she wanted, but what about her health? Was, her health was yeah, her health was declining. But then she was dancing on stage and her heel like went to the side and she fell on her newly injected booty and it like exploded. Oh god. I don't know if that could ever happen in real life, but I mean, they, they, I've been seeing a lot of news articles saying like, "Hey, this stuff is bad for you." Yeah. A lot of people 
Yeah. You know, did you see um what's her name? K Michelle. Mm-mm. She got work on her. She had got the butt injections and she like um documented her recovery as far as her getting the butt injections moved. Yeah, like she was showing pictures what? of like how they had reached had to sew her butt cheek up and stuff because they had to go in there and scoop out the injections. It was a lot. Oh my god. She couldn't walk for a certain period of time. It was oh my goodness. I don't think I knew that the ins and outs. No, I just yeah. know that it's it's scary. That's all I know. Yeah, like it does. I don't believe that that happens to everyone because it's still a reason why girls do it. But it could still turn into a horror story. I've seen more horror stories than I've seen they, the success ones. To be completely honest, me too. And that's what scares me. I don't want one. Let me put that yeah. clean, simple, and plain. I love my body. I love who I am. But on some days with having body dysmorphia, just if I could touch on it a little bit, is basically you don't feel like you're in your body. You feel like your body is not yours or you feel like there's something off about it. Or for me personally, I feel like, dang, them clothes fit two weeks ago, but they ain't fitting now. What happened? Where'd that go? (laughs) Like, why is my body changing so much? And I'm only going to the gym. And I'm eating. Like, what is happening? What What are we doing in between there? That my body is. It, it seems like my or my mind is telling me that my body has changed this much. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, was the dryer too hot of a heat today? Exactly. <laughs> did Did my clothes shrink or are they just falling off me? What What's going on? It's one of the two. It's one of the two. Right. But I just wanted to touch on that because I feel like, like, like I said, the song resonated with me because we're not alone. Yeah. And I feel like, especially as black women, we make jokes about it instead. Yeah, we joke about it, but everybody still has a thought. I don't know anybody who has a like, thought like, you know, what would my boobs look like with implants? Or what would I look like with my stomach? I, everybody, I had yeah. a pretty much everybody that I know, girl-wise, mm-hmm. said something in that aspect. Like, yeah, I would get lipo, but, but it's like, it, it crosses every woman's mind. So how can they do yourself with the surgery? Do you think that, okay, how, well, I guess I'm going to frame it like this. How much do you think society plays a role in that thought process? Do you think it's more so the woman or the little girl, or do you think it's more so society? I think it's society, and I'm giving society 85 to 90%. Uh Okay. Okay. I feel it. I can, no, I can relate. Yeah, even if you just go on Instagram, like, and you you know, you're not on your page, but you're just scrolling through your, um, at, at the For You page, the ones with the most likes is the ones that yeah. uh, surgically enhanced. They get more likes. Yeah. Like, oh, well, why you didn't like her? Because, what, her boobs wasn't sitting up like that? Exactly. Boy, I didn't do that. That's I really, in there. I can't wait for the time where natural bodies are Correct. accepted. I can't wait for them to come back either. I don't even know if there was a time when we was well. What I'm 25, so there was a time before it was before, before our time. Me. It was like in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It was before me. Yeah, <laughs> but there was a time. There was a time. Yes, yeah. there was a time. Uh, I for, I can't remember. But you, if you look at the girls in the like in the oldies videos and they talk about yeah, I like big butts and I cannot lie. Those mm-hmm. girls. Well, I'm compared to the girls now exactly exactly that's but but I feel like and that's what makes this this uh, uh ongoing narrative is like dang like I feel like I shouldn't have to feel like I need to change myself to be loved in this world 
I need to love myself first. And, and don't appreciate me the way that I am. Or that's that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the things that I wear shouldn't be critiqued. Like this should be a no judgment. I feel like bodies are, should be just free of judgment. There shouldn't be any type of ridicule when it comes to that. Cause you don't know how someone's going to take that. Like, yeah, we may be laughing, but afterward them laughs turn into cries real quick. Them laughs turn into tears real quick behind closed doors. I'm telling you now, I'm telling you now. <laughs> True. Even with the guys, the guys, I don't know if you've seen the guys, they've been getting their knees done. Yes. Oh my yes. God. They, that they, is so crazy. Too, so that they could be taller. And I'm like, why are we even putting this much pressure on ourselves? It's hard for women to not be, it's, it's hard for the skinny women. It's hard for the thick women. It's hard for the middle-sized women. It's hard for the men. It's hard for the, the it, it's so like. Does everybody find something not uh-huh. to with themselves about that's and that's exactly that's but that. that's the right and that's why I feel like when we're talking about from a healing perspective we have to be willing to like I ain't gonna like I said I still struggle with it day to day but it's not as bad as it used to be like when I was younger I would be like oh that would be yeah like I was a whole yes that is definitely something I'm gonna do like or when I finally like spoke up about it to my family because I was I had been on birth control at the time and I was like I felt like massively overweight but I couldn't get enough food I was like really addicted to sweets at the time so I, all I was eating was sugary things and then not really they weren't really meals but like I could have sworn I thought I, you would have thought that I I would have thought that I was so overweight like it was so bad and they were joking around and saying something. And I was like, listen, can y'all stop? Like, I, I just, I got fed up. I was like, that's not how I see myself. Like, can we stop? And that's when my, you know, my cousin was asking me, she was like, you really see yourself like that? Like, how many pounds do you want to weigh? And, you know, we really got to the nitty gritty. And she was like, no, you're perfect. Like, I'm like, well, yeah, I think you're perfect. Like, you over here, <laughs> I think you're perfect. And you think I'm perfect. Somebody wrong. Huh? That is how we should be talking to each other. That no, we're perfect. Yeah. Yes. Like just correct it. Just correct it. Cause I know is no problems. It's no flaws. You only think that you got a flaw. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I'm yeah. I'm realizing that as well. So talk to me a little bit about how art inspired and and how like yes, you talked about the the Nubian goddess, which is amazing. Yeah. How did you correlate that to the rest of your music? Is that your first song? Was that like a song that just... That was actually like one of my my middle songs, but that's one of the songs I wrote with the most meaning. The other ones is just, you know, uh-huh. and make sure my, my words rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, we artists, that's what happened. Y'all, there's a meaning behind everything, but we'll... <laughs> you know what I mean? That song, I don't know, it was the most meaningful, it's the most meaningful song that I wrote. And like my little sister... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, performance she she sings the mess out of that song that's her song she told me that anytime she's sad or down about her and she'll play that song i was like i did that for you like (laughs) i love that that is beautiful that's beautiful i just had to have a conversation with my uh younger sister she just turned 16 Mm -hmm. i had to tell i was like listen you 16 now we about to have some real conversations (laughs) you 
we about to have some real conversations. I asked her how she feels. I asked her, I am the person that tries to be body positive in her life. I try to tell her, like, listen, you curvy. Like, I don't want you saying you're fat. I, I You know what I mean? Because it's all about how you talk to yourself, too. And right. I think that's something that we forget. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, because the power of word is strong. Very Especially true. when, when I found myself. About yourself, what you mm-hmm. say about self, all that matters. All of it matters because I found myself saying that I don't I don't even remember all the stuff that I used to nitpick myself over. But I just know that it was never good. And it always sent me down a dial, a downward spiral. And, and then whenever yourself hmm? and it'll be you doing it to yourself. It's not even anybody else doing it to you. Yeah. Or it's the, the comments that you hear that you don't know how to interpret, you know, those type of things. Not saying that compliments aren't good. I'm just saying that when you've been so hard on yourself or you had other people be harder on on you, it's a lot harder for you to accept that compliment and then and and look at it like, okay, thank you for the compliment instead of looking at it like, well, what do they mean by that? <laughs> you know, yeah. let's analyze that for a moment. Let's unpack that for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah, truth. It's the reality. You got to receive the compliment and don't care about how they meant it because you, guess what, I already took it in a positive mind in a way. So Exactly, exactly. You told me I look nice today. Thank you. I do look good. <laughs> keep it pushing. Yeah, don't go back to that thought. I know it's hard, but don't go back to that thought like, well, what did they mean? What part yeah, of me look like? Don't do that. Because my, right my lip was a little crusty when she said that. Like. <laughs> Wait, okay, so I don't know if I'm the only one that felt this way, but I used to have my hair in all types of styles. Every two weeks, I was getting my hair done in high school. And one time, I started to, so every time my hair would get hella compliments. I loved the, I I don't even know. I accepted them, but I was just like, okay, cool. Like, it is what it is. At this point, I'm so used to it because I keep changing my hair. So... But I started to realize in my head, I don't know if this is true, but in my head, if my hair didn't look right and I started getting more and more compliments on my hair, I was like, oh, it's time for a new style. <laughs> I was like, oh, my hair looks atrocious because I knew that to me it looked unkept or to me it was, you know, not the best. Right. Yeah. And so I, I remember telling my mom that I was like, mom, it's time for me to get a new hairstyle. She was like, what are you talking about? I was like. I got a lot of compliments today, and that means it's time for me to get a new hairstyle because I got a lot. I got too many compliments on my hair, and I've had this hair in for about a month and a half. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. That was how I gauged it. That's how I was like, "Oh, it's time. It's time for a new." <laughs> I don't know if I'm the only one that thought like that. I know I sound crazy, right? I was about to say, "I'm like, oh, you like it? All right, I'm gonna keep it in another month." Like, <laughs> I was opposite. I was like. Uh-uh. No. Because maybe because I don't know. Sometimes like if I had the, you know, the little BDBs coming out my braids, like mm-hmm. my natural hair showing, they'd be like, I like your hair. I like your hair. I like your hair. I'm like, okay, I know y'all don't like this because my hair is not done done anymore. <laughs> like it's time to get a new one. You know what I mean? But that's that was just me. It, it just goes to show you that we all have our own little things. Like, yeah, you my didn't, friends you didn't, didn't know that. Compliments. He was like, well, time to change it. <laughs> yep. I sure was. My mom was like, that makes no sense. I was like, listen, it's not. Or also, she sometimes would, like, depending on the state of my hair or whatever, she would be like, 
No, yeah, it definitely, you've had that in for so long. Are they complimenting you now? Yep, it's time for a change. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you trying to say something? I, I don't know. Right, but, let me know. <laughs> just tell me if it look bad. Tell, don't, don't compliment it. <laughs> just tell me. <laughs> but I had that same feeling uh, the other day. I had just like washed my locks. And I went to the gas station and I was pumping gas. I had two people tell me that they like my locks. And I was like, thanks. And I got in the car. I was like, it is time for a retwist. Though. <laughs> I just, it, it, the same thing just happened to me, literally. Like, I had probably, I probably had like two inches of new growth on my head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got hella new growth. You say you like it? Yeah. And, like, you gotta get me. and I was looking like, I look like I'm Tarzan wife, but all right. <laughs> I was like, First of all, it wasn't in no type of style. It was just down. I was like, okay, thanks. And then I had gotten a car. I was already scheduling my retwist anyway. But I was like, yeah, it's time for a retwist. I already know. I looked at it like, oh, no, it don't look good right now. It's to me, at least. Because <laughs> yeah. I got like about five months worth of new growth here, okay? We yeah. gotta get this together. And they people be on to your hair, your locks are beautiful. And I'm like, I, I know. But I half afro, but thank you. <laughs> Maybe that's when it's the most beautiful, you know? Yeah. You ever think that because I'm I'm noticing something like when I said in high school, like my natural hair would like poke through the braids, that's when they were like, Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that I love it. I love your hair like that or whatever. And the same thing is happening with lots. It's like, I love your new growth. You know what I mean? Maybe it's that in our natural state, it's beautiful. We gotta see it that way. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. I try to cover mine up with a turban. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, it looked good. I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> Listen, I may not see it, but you saw it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Oh, my goodness. I just feel like when we're able to have these type of discussions, especially uplifting and empowering other women, but yeah. more so the little girls. Yeah, when so I that's, was, that's, mm -hmm. that's, my, that's one of the things I'm big on. Like, even uh, I, I have not shot a music video to this song yet, but like mm -hmm. my girl that I wanted to do, I just wanted to be talking to a younger girl, like whether okay. it's me or you know, just a, a, a young little maybe five, six year olds. And then I'm just telling her the song, but I'm really just giving her wisdom on a matter yes. of herself. And I, I didn't do it yet, but that's what I intended on doing. Okay, that's beautiful. I can see that. Like you passing down the, the knowledge that to you her. know Why to she's her. Still little, so she's yeah. growing up with this mindset. Like, oh yeah, it's brown sugar, dark and lovely. Like all of that. Yeah, that's you, girl. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that's amazing. I don't know if you've heard of this girl. Hold on, I'm about to um find her really quick. She's on my Spotify. Um, her name is actually Janae something. And she's got a song called, dang it. I know how to sing it. I just don't know the, the title. Hold on. <laughs> I was about to sing it. <laughs> it's I think it's called Little Brown Girl. And I just found it basically when I was going through. Ooh, I think I might have heard it, actually. You think so? I'm trying to think. It um... kind of go like, hey there, little brown girl. I just want you to know. Yeah. No? Yeah. <laughs> um, do she? Oh, dang. It's a song in there. That it's, it reminds me of another song. I can't think about what it is. Oh, I don't know. I just know that I've started to 
pick up on there's a lot of different um, artists out there now that kind of do what you did with the Nubian goddess because and yes y'all I'm plugging this song because y'all need to listen to it <laughs> y'all need to listen to it I, I'm gonna keep talking about it because it was that life changing for me but yeah, yeah of course I listened to this song my sister that I told you that she loves Nubian goddess she had this song on her playlist she, she did, show, yeah, and it came on after my song. Actually, that's what I was saying. Like, it reminded me of that. I was like, "Where the heck is my song at?" That's the song <laughs> I've been listening to. But no, it, I I think it's called "Little Brown Girl," and it's basically yep. just an anthem to uplift young girls and tell them like, "You're beautiful, no matter what you wear, no matter what people say." Like, yep. her name is uh, Ebony Janae. Ebony Janae. Thank you. Because I'm like, I know it's Janae something. Yeah, Ebony Janae. I've been listening to a lot of, I don't know, I I want to just call it empowerment music, to be honest. Yeah, it has, because it's, so, it's a lot of negative music out there. So to listen, it, you have a better day. Like, I listen to gospel music, motivational music. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I try to make sure I only listen to, because I got to make sure that I have a good energy to myself throughout the whole day. What would you think is a negative song? Um, <laughs> oh, don't nobody send me no backlash. I don't like Pound Town. I don't want to hear about that. I don't either. I don't want to hear about that. And I don't want to hear her talking about herself like that and influencing other girls to sing along with her. Like, girl, no, let's, let's talk about I actually, listen, here's the thing. I will actually... Turn, like if that song is on somebody's video, I would be like, I don't want to listen to it. I turn it off. Like, like, I'm so sick of us downgrading. Us is getting on my nerves. Like, okay, uh-huh. we, all, we all do what we do behind closed doors, but keep it behind yeah. closed doors. Do you think that uh, what's it called? I don't even know because I was um, I was talking about this with one of my friends, and I was saying. I'm loving the empowerment of like us owning our sexuality and our confidence. But I will say that because I have a young sister growing up in this world, I am damn happy that she doesn't, she doesn't listen to the type of music that I grew up with. She doesn't listen to that. She listens to like Billie Eilish or like, she listens to more like chill toned down music for it. Like it's not, it's not twerking in the club. Yeah, I was about to say my whole time. Well, we I'm 27, so we about the same age group. Most of yeah. the I listened to made me think that I was gonna be a stripper when I grew up. Okay, I'm not gonna lie because some <laughs> of the some music made you do some stuff, and I'm just yeah. like, am I the only one listening to this at nine years old in the car? Like, this I knew I was gonna be a part of twerk team when I grew up. Okay, <laughs> I just I already knew. By the time I hit college, I was like, I don't need no help. I got it. <laughs> No, but it's nice to see that there are other artists out there that are willing to put out more chill, relaxed music for people to listen to, especially the young girls and young boys, because they sponges, they're sponges that we are. But that's the thing. As kids, we are we were sponges. So it's, it's crazy that nobody in our generation was like, well, let's change up the music a little bit. Let's uh, I mean. Yeah, no. I mean, I know for I know like within music, I wasn't able to listen to a lot of cussing. But by the time I got into like high school, I was like, "It's my phone." (laughs) (laughs) 
I was like, it's my phone. I'm finding all types of music. And knowing right. good and well, this music should not have been found, but I found it. Right. <laughs> Thank you, SoundCloud. But, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I've been listening to that 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 uplifting music, and it does put me in a better mood. Like, there's another yeah. girl, another artist called Mayada. Mayada the Captain, I think. I'm going to have to check her out. She has a song called R.I.P. And it's basically... It's R.I.P. Captain Sabo. Okay. And it's, it's basically all about how she not, she's setting boundaries. I'm not, I'm not saving nobody. I got to save myself. Like, you know what I mean? I listen to that on repeat all the time. When I get sad, I'm like, yep, I set that boundary. I got to listen to it. We got to set it in stone because I can't, can't go back. But I'm, I'm glad that this generation. You got to send me a message so I can listen to it. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely do that. I think I'm going to do like a empowerment type of playlist. I'm going to just put it on my Spotify and put it on my store or something. But no, I think that's really important because that representation does matter, especially yeah. growing up without that representation. And don't get me wrong. I can still get down to uh the girl who sing rock her hips. What's that girl's name? I got the rap. Yeah, the her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one I can still get down to that, but I just think it's something beautiful about being able to step into, I guess, more feminine and and yeah. actually soft girl era. It's okay to be soft. We don't got to yes. be tough, tough and nasty. Just enjoy being a woman. Being soft is actually pretty nice. Yes, like, I know is. that when I was masculine, I can still be masculine. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. I can still. It can still happen. But it's a lot nicer and more peaceful for me to just be like, I'm just going to let things flow yeah. because it's so draining to be in your masculine all the time, especially as a woman. And I was I have a, you know, a background in psychology, as, as y'all know, um, listeners. But every time I think about that, I always think about like when our masculine really does come out. And it's usually under times of like us being stressed or times of us not feeling safe enough to be feminine or right. to you be soft to, within that. Yeah. I got to be a man now. I got to, I got to boss up. I got to, yeah. you know, I got to defend myself because I don't trust this level of, I don't have this level of comfort with whoever I'm around to be feminine or soft around them. I can't be in that vulnerable space of like, okay, I'm not, I'm just feeling my feelings. I don't even have to be crying or overly emotional. I just feel like my guard is all the way up. My wall is all the way up. And I can't even put it down a little bit because, dang, that's not like that's you. protecting <laughs> you. Yeah, that's what's protecting you. Exactly, exactly. But no, I, I definitely, I think that, that that's something that has been, has been an obstacle for me in my healing journey. I'm not sure if it's been an obstacle for you. Do you want to speak on that a little bit? Bringing yeah. your guard down and being in your soft girl era? My soft girl era is actually just starting because like I was saying, I got to be the man. I used to think I had to, I'm the one killing the bugs. I'm trying to carry the TV up the steps. <laughs> like, oh my God, you sound just like me. <laughs> I'm trying to do all of that. And no, I'm not asking for help because I got it. Like Right, right. Now I'm like, it's okay. Like some people had to say, like, you know, you can ask for help. All you had to do was ask. And it's like, oh, all right. <laughs> you, okay, let's touch on that real quick, real quick. Because I was about to ask. Do you think it's hard to ask for help? Personally, I do. 
uh, I know a lot of people. Well, I got some friends who they ask for help because you know they dropped a penny. But me, I had a problem asking for help because I feel like I could do like mentally. I feel like I could do everything by myself and for myself. Mm-hmm. So me asking you for help, I don't know why. I feel like it's a weakness that I gotta ask for help, and I don't like showing those signs of weaknesses. I think that's because I feel the same way. It is hard for me to ask for help. It's hard for me to come up to people and be like, do you want to be on the episode? You want to, it really is. Like, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I have to like talk myself into it. Yeah, that's not asking for help. That's asking you. Well, no. Yeah. But like for me, in terms of asking for help, even from family members, it's always been difficult for me, even from friends. So I definitely get what you're saying. Like, even when like I was moving, I was not asking nobody. <laughs> yeah, I, did I was not asking for nobody for help. I was like, I got it. I got it. It was like, don't you need a truck? Don't you need that? I was like, yeah, yeah. can you, um, can y'all come over? <laughs> yeah. Like, I could not ask. And then they was finally like, Janae, do you need help? I was like, yes, I do. And then that's when my dad was like, you still don't, you getting better at it, but you still don't like just automatic. Like I'm not, it kind of cuts where, you don't ask immediately. You asked me after you tried it like three times and you already yeah. exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't, I think I'm afraid to be told. I don't want to be told no. I don't want to be let down and I already could have did it on my own. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I can understand that too. But I think it's also a matter of tapping into that vulnerable because when you vulnerable, I used to see it as a weakness too. I grew up in a space where Tears were, were a weakness. Yeah. My vulnerability was used against me on so many different occasions. It was like, all right, I ain't about to do it no more. We about to just be tough rock solid. We're going to thug it out. But then that's when I got into therapy and therapy was like, you can't be in therapy and thug it out. You got to feel. You got to talk. <laughs> you gotta, this, this don't work that way. Yeah. But for me, I found that even though it is difficult for me to ask for help, even when I get to those points where I'm like, dang, I don't want to ask, or I feel like a burden, or I feel like I I could I could figure this out on my own. A lot of the times I don't have the answer. Like I could be asking for help to figure out how I should move in the next situation. And I have already went through X, Y, and Z to try to get to that, that space where I should figure out the next action. Sometimes I do have to just be like, Bessie, I feel like I am overthinking this. Can you help me? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, help yeah. me understand. Bring me down. Cause I'm not even mad. I just, I don't like being so confused. So I feel like there are different ways to ask help. I definitely think it does play a role. Like being in your soft girl era, it doesn't force you to ask for help, but it does encourage you to do so. Yeah, like it's bit. okay not to do every day. I'm, I'm telling myself, like, it's okay. You don't have to mm-hmm. do yourself. Like, oh. Yeah. Have you listened to Summer Walker's Soft Girl era? Song? I have not. I, have not. I haven't either. I've heard good. She dropped a new mixtape. I haven't listened to any of it yet. I have heard good things about it. I haven't listened to it yet. But I understand that being a soft girl is definitely. It's it's not easy. It's not easy. It's supposed to be. But yeah. it's not easy coming out of that, like, okay. Especially, I feel like for me, sometimes my masculine is, is more like overworking, you know? Mm-hmm. 
or feeling like I have to constantly be productive on the days where I need, I know good and well, I need rest. But I'm like, nah, I can't be, I can't rest. <laughs> I would come up with a reason to not sit down. <laughs> yeah. We, are we, we not the same on that because I turn my phone off. <laughs> oh, for real? Until everybody leave me alone. Really? Say to myself. I need that. Yeah. I need to be more like you then. Cause... Yeah, I'm a mom. I'm a mom. I got, I got my mom. I got two jobs and I try to do music still too. Mm-hmm. So people that I'm, people be hitting me up for stuff and I just be like, hold on y'all. Today, I want to do nothing. So I'm going to do nothing. I like that. That's actually, I respect that. I need to do that. I need to say, look, I have gotten better at texting people or letting people know like, hey, I need some me time. I hope you can understand my energy ain't here. I need some me time, but maybe it's because I don't have kids yet. I feel like that's any, like, I don't know. I feel like I don't need that because it's always me time. You know what I mean? But you still do if you work, if you work and you still do because you, you, you're not having you time while you at work. That's true. That is very true. And my you my me time it'll just consist of like you know maybe I retwist my hair or maybe I get my nails done and I you know watch Bad Boys Club like just- that sounds so beautiful <laughs> that sounds so relaxing like right. just Bad Boy that is not <laughs> listen why did Bad Girls Club just come up for me talking about some oh this is what Bad Girls Club was I know what it was I used to watch that <laughs> I used to watch that oh yeah, wait. Boys Club now. It's bad boys. It's bad boys. Yes. Wait, they have that now. I didn't know that. Yes. It's. I think I don't. I don't know if it's season two or three, but it's not season one anymore. And I'm watching the next season. Oh my goodness. Well, I was I was on Tubi looking at Bad Girls Club. Bad boys is oh lord. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I feel like that's gonna be worse than the girls? The girls are bad. It is. It is. It's ex- they because pr- they don't care, but they back cool. Are they are they back cool after they fight though? Yeah, they um they are able. To, I can say that the guys they don't hold the girl just like how girls will. Yeah, that's something that we got to work on too. I we will hold a grudge. Yeah, even that- after the girl says sorry, mm, she ain't mean it. Yes, I did. What? <laughs> how you know? How you know she ain't mean it? That. Come on now. And the guys, they might wrestle and then hug it out later and be like, you want to go smoke? Like, <laughs> like I, they don't even say the word sorry. They just be like, they just fight. They get over it. I don't know yeah. why. I don't understand how. Maybe we're just wired differently. Maybe because we're so, I don't know if it's because we're so, we're so in tune with our emotions or maybe it's because we would never do somebody the way that they have done us. Right. I don't know. But it's definitely a lot to be said about that for sure. But that's another thing. Like, that's why I worry sometimes, especially about the, you know, the upcoming kids or how old is your, um, your, you said you have a daughter. Oh, I got a son. He's a he just, son. He just turned two on an eighth. Oh my gosh. Oh. That is so cute. He's, wow. so, cute. He's so busy. I'm I I'm glad that he's got that the to look forward to like as he gets older, like to know how to respect women, you know all that, especially yeah. with within your song and everything, you know. It comes from the parents first. I mean, yeah, 
Definitely. matters a lot because I done met guys and I don't like it but I know them before I meet their parents but I see how they talk and how they speak on women but then I see how they treat their mama I'm like oh it makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody's ever corrected you or checked nobody you. you grew up to be 30 years old still disrespecting women because your mom never showed you to respect them exactly exactly I think I think it all goes hand in hand but I think especially for the young girls, when you have that relationship with your mom and you have that relationship with, well, with both of your parents, you know, and you're trying to establish like where you are in the world, I think it's very important that you first and foremost know you are beautiful in your own way and yeah. like your body is yours first and foremost. Because I feel like when I started to feel like my body wasn't mine, I didn't have that inner inner interruption of that where it was like, no, your body is yours. It was just like, nah, and you you feel like I don't know. It was just almost like a silent battle type of thing, like where it was like, okay, I'm feeling this, but I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I see the people in my life don't really know what to do about it either. Nope. <laughs> it was just kind of like, okay, we'll we'll figure it out later, and then. As I got older, you know, yeah, but I definitely think that overall, us looking at the ways that music plays a part in our, our in our lives, because the words, the, like I said, that power of word is so real. Yep, and then it's we so real. sing along, we sing along, and it unintentionally manifesting what we speaking on into our lives because we saying it with them. Yeah, like. I saw a, a post actually on Instagram that talked about that. Like one of the girls was saying, like she was like, I don't, I don't sing that song no more. I don't sing that song anymore. I don't sing songs that I don't want for my life. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. I want positivity, I need to be singing positivity. I need to be my diet needs to consist of positivity. Yep. Which is, you know. It's not always necessarily gospel, and you know, yeah, it, 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 music. It just, you know, don't gotta, you know, we all gotta talk about killing each other, like in the song. Like I done heard plenty of songs where they talking about other stuff. Like it's, I like this group. I don't know if you if you're familiar with them. They call Earth Game. Yes, I do love them. Yeah, I love them so bad. <laughs> yes, but I also love. I mean, he's, I don't know if he's a part of it, but I also love um, J. Cole. And I mean, I like what he talks about, but yeah, definitely. But a good beat and a good flow, you can still rock with it. And you're not, you're not manifesting nothing negative into your life because you want to sing along with it. Exactly. Like, well, I don't know why this has happened. I don't know why this has happened. Well, you know, all you've been saying is that you was gonna go out and shoot everybody, and you didn't. You, you didn't got shot, and y'all done, y'all done blew this up and blew that up. You, I watched you sing that song every day for about two months. What you mean? I don't know where it came. From. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But a lot of times, yeah, my main thing was just. I'm more so big on making sure that um, my message get out as far as loving yourself. And like the the hook in the chorus is love the mm-hmm. skin I'm in, love the love the skin I'm in. And I have moments where I be down about myself and I'm having, you know, little weird funky thoughts about my own image. And I play that and I might cry when I listen to it because I be like, what mm-hmm. the heck? I was just tripping because God didn't make no mistakes when he made me. What's going on? Mm-hmm. 
check myself and keep on going about my day. But it's I'm happy that I was able to make that and drop that. And that's the way this been positive on myself and my sister's uh, life. And I just want to be able to share with everybody else. So if you in a place where you sad and you dark and you, you know, I don't like I, you know, I don't like how chocolate I'm looking today, or I don't like how nappy my hair is, and then you listen to mm-hmm. them, and it's like, oh yeah, everything about me is great. That's why I made it. Yes, but I will say this, you have to actively, it's not just going to happen. What she's saying is not going to be like, some people listen to this and think it's going to be a, a flick of a switch, and that's not it. Yes, As y'all know, Healing is not linear, so y'all gonna have some ups and downs. But as long as you stay the course and you you love yourself day by day, no matter how, whatever way that is, in a healthy way, of course, <laughs> whatever way that is, then y'all be straight. That's really what the what empowerment is. It's just giving you the right tools to know how to deflect the anxieties and the insecurities and the doubt that comes in because it will come, but having the proper tools and the proper weaponry to be like, nah, I'm shutting that down. You, you listen to music, have yourself some baths, like self-care really say your affirmations. affirmations. Ooh, we could, can we touch on that really, really quick? Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> affirmation when you are feeling down? Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> when I, my main thing that I do right now is Nubia Goddess is my go-to song when I'm feeling down. And then, mm-hmm. what's her name? Um, what is her name? Oh, I gotta look it up. But uh, I'm gonna sing it a little bit. I will be one of the greatest. That is a yes. Promise. That is a promise. That's um, that's my first song on my playlist. And yes. That's my self-motivational song, and I sing with her. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I am great. I, I, I yeah, like I say all that stuff about myself. Yes, I love and that. that trying to work on it with my son now even though I'm not a man but like I go in the mirror with him and be like I'm strong I'm brave but like I try to do all that stuff with him oh, like, that is so beautiful <laughs> that's that gentle parenting right there that's that conscious parenting y'all she's aware of people trying to already attack you know yeah, the, the doubt creeping in yes get ahead of it get the, ahead of it type of craziness people go say to him but then it's like well sh- well, you said this about me. I've been, I've been telling myself that I'm smart in the mirror every morning since I've been here. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. That is actually so beautiful. That's so encouraging. One of the things my mom instilled in me when I, sometimes when I would have bad days, like, I don't know when she found the time to do this, but sometimes like she would just write on my mirror. Yeah. Like I would just, I had a bathroom and I would just be in my room for hours. I don't know, just doing whatever. And she would be in the bathroom and she'd be like, you come here. And I'm like, huh? And she would bring me into the bathroom. And all of a sudden, all we see is just words on the bathroom mm-hmm. mirror. And I'd be like, you wrote on my mirror? You wrote on my mirror? What did you write? What did you write? I, because I love words. So I would be in the mirror just reading every word. And that kind of shifted my mindset. That started to help with breaking I mean, up I might a lot that. of the... Hmm? I said, I might take that mom hack from your mom. Definitely. She started to just write confidence and just different words on the the mirror. And it was all different colors and everything. And it was beautiful. But when she first did it, I definitely looked at her like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> and now what's funny is I do it every morning. Every morning, if I don't got a marker or a dry erase marker on my mirror, 
I'm like, I need to do that again. I need to write some things out. But before it used to be so hard to do that. And I will just literally sit in that mirror right on there until I feel like I've listed enough words to kind of, it, it's really interesting. Imagine you're fragmented, right? Like I, I go back to that analogy. Imagine you're fragmented and you're trying to fill different pieces and with different things. Like you're just trying to find different hobbies to make yourself a whole or different things. For me, that was words. So when I write these words on my mirror, I'm basically writing them to feel whole again. If I'm feeling in a negative or a down and bad space, I just keep writing until I'm like, oh, I can breathe easier. I don't know. It's it's really nice. It's actually. It does work. That works. I got a journal yeah. that I'll do that in. You do? Yep. And I got, it's a big journal. Uh, I got it by my bed, actually. Mm-hmm. And I write That's it. nice. Because I didn't think, I just started doing it just because I was like, I need to do this. I need to get, I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. So when I started doing it, it was like, this is actually helping. But what's funny is when I first was told to describe like five things about me or five words, use five words to describe myself and they had to be positive, I struggled. I could probably only come up with like two, not even three. And I'd be like, yeah, I can't come up with nothing else. All I'm thinking about is the negative things that other people have said or that I have thought like it was that bad. But there's time. it takes time and effort and, and, and that is how you grow truly. So if I can wrap everything up, this beautiful, lovely conversation about the love of yourself and the love of well, the love of yourself and the love in your body of being comfortable in your skin. I would say that make sure that you have the right things around you. Make sure that your diet consists of a balance of you can do trap. But some uplifting things as well. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta be mindful of the people that you surround yourself with, the people that's what I was about to say next. Yeah. Yes. Being mindful of how you speak and how others speak to you. If something feels off, it's because it is. Right. I had to learn that the hard way. I'm making this episode so that you don't have to. <laughs> making this episode so you don't have to. If something feels off, then it is, usually. And lastly, or second to last thing I'll say, get yourself a journal and write out all the positive things about you until you can't write anymore. It can be descriptions. It could be phrases. It could be quotes. It could be whatever. Whatever makes you feel like, okay, I can breathe easier. Do that. You don't even got to, it don't even got to be words. It could be whatever you could draw. It could be whatever you want. And then lastly, always, always, always allow yourself grace and a space to exist in no judgment. I think that was beautiful. What do you think? Sorry. (laughs) Conversation so bad. It was great. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Safari, plug plug all your socials, please, so that everyone can find you. Yes, you guys, I'm Safari Rari on all platforms. Safari, S-A-F-A-R-I-I, Rari, R-A-U-R-I. And yeah, hit me up. Check out my song, Nubian Goddess. It's on all platforms. And I think you'll enjoy it if you take a listen.
Oh my gosh, thank you so much for being a part of this special episode. I really appreciate you getting down to the nitty gritty. Yes, thank about, you so much for Oh my gosh. Of course, this was amazing. Thank you for seeing and hearing me, Queen Jay. <laughs>